Your Mythos Network. Hello and welcome to a special Valentine's Day bonus episode of the Goth and Nerd Music Podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Andrews. And I'm your other host, Nick Kazina. How are you today, Nick? I am tired. <laughs> I am very tired. I was fine when I was at work and then I came home around 5.30 and uh, my body was like, hey, we're done for the day. I'm like, no, no, we're not. We're not done for the day. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, still haven't eaten dinner yet, so... <laughs> This is going to be a long day for me, but yeah, uh, I'm tired. How are you? <laughs> Surprisingly not tired. It's good. For, for once on this podcast, I'm not the tired one. I mean, you did tell me that you, what, you, you slept collectively for 30 hours this weekend? Or more, yeah, probably. So yeah, you, I would imagine that probably leans into it a little. Yes, it does. It was it was glorious. I do I do feel bad that I didn't get anything productive done, but I did try. I tried. I tried very hard, but my body was just like, absolutely not. We're not leaving this bed. Fuck you. That's what you get for abusing me for the last month. (laughs) (laughs) My body does not rebel in that way. I I will force it. I'll I'll slap my body. (laughs) That sounds weird. It's going to be a weird episode, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, we we had a couple... I mean, I guess not technical difficulties, just... Me remembering how to do this podcast. That's really we haven't recorded since December. We're recording this February first. Yes, February first. And uh um uh I forgot how to do things. <laughs> Which is completely valid because I have no idea how to do things. So that's I, true. I appreciate all the extra work that you put in to help make this podcast what it is. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, if I died, no one would be able to let anyone know on the podcast, like verbally, that I died. Because I'm the only one who knows how to do everything. I was like, I should probably teach other people how to do it, but then they won't need me. So <laughs> we'll always need you, Nick. Oh, thanks. You're That's welcome. a good segue for a Valentine's episode. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm sure you can tell, because I'm very original with titling these episodes, that we're going to be talking about the the ultimate valentine's day band i guess which is him and uh we're talking about razor blade romance yes this uh this album has made its way be on made its way into being mentioned on many 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 episodes of this podcast so and since nick and i both love it so much uh we were always talking about talking about this but as like a bonus episode because we're both very yeah. familiar with this album. Yeah, very, yeah. I, I listened the shit out of this album. And I still do. Like, typically, if I'm like in the mood to listen to him, I usually go to Razorblade. It's either Razorblade or uh, Screamworks, or like my two go tos. I really like Dark Light. I know I didn't like it at first when it came out. Oh, you were one of those kids. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. I didn't like it as at first when it came out, but it really grew on me and. It was, it came out, that was the album that came out when I first started listening to him. So it was like the new album 
of a band that I'd been like just getting into, even though I was like their older stuff better at the time. It just it hits that nostalgia button of like me and all my goth emo friends swooning over Billy Vallow. Yeah, because I think that Dark Light came out 2006. I think it was 2005. Or no, no, maybe it was 2006. I think it was 2006 because uh, Love Metal came out in 2005 in America. I think it came out in 2004 overseas, but Love Metal came out that, that uh, year. That might be the one that I'm thinking of. The, the black with the gold. Yeah. Yeah, that's Love Metal. Yeah. I know it came out when I was a freshman. At, I know Dark Light came out when I was a freshman in high school. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who <laughs> follow along with the drinking game, take a drink. Nick feels old. <laughs> As of right now, I still have not posted the the rolls. They'll be up before this episode, but we do. There are rolls to the drinking game, and uh, I, I made it. I made a graphic. I can show you afterwards, <laughs> uh, but it looks like shit. So I have to start from scratch because I was trying to like get it to a point, and just Affinity was not not cooperating with me. So. Um, but yeah, you get to drink because I feel old. Because yeah, mm. <laughs> I was in college whenever Dark Lake came out. So sorry, Nick. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so Chelsea, when did you first listen to Razorblade Romance? <laughs> Probably when I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> cool, cool. I was a freshman too in college. <laughs> It might have been no. It was definitely it was definitely when I was a freshman. I was gonna say it might have been when I was still in eighth grade, but I I definitely remember it was when I was in high school, or maybe it was eighth grade. I don't remember. It was it was eighth or ninth grade. I'm sure you're hammered by now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're playing along at home. Might want to skip some. <laughs> Might want to skip some of those because yeah, the rules of the drinking game are very loose. They're very loose. They're just they're there, but yeah, we don't want you to die. No, no. Uh, but yeah. there are some a lot of reoccurring themes on this podcast that had to be put to a drinking game. It's true. It's true. There'll be a separate one for season two, but uh, yeah, that's the season one drinking game. So uh, we're still in season one technically. But, uh, yeah, so drink because, uh, yeah, I feel old. So. <laughs> On that note, when did you start listening to him and or Razorblade Romance? Um, so there's a story. Um, uh, freshman year of college, uh, I was pursuing my first girlfriend. And um, she was very, very, very into him. Um, so much so that she has a... Um, uh, Hardogram tattoo, um, with, uh, it has like wings and shit. Um, it was her first tattoo. No, second tattoo. I went with her. We weren't dating at the time, but I went with her whenever she went and got the, the Hardogram tattoo. And, um, one of the ways that I show affection is that I will listen to, uh, someone I'm interested in's music. So I started listening to, she played, uh, right here in my arms for me. And I was like, oh, I really like this. And at the time, I think I was like, ah, I could tolerate this to make her like me. 
Um, but then <laughs> I was just like, eh. but so then I bought razor blade romance and I specifically remember cause toxic masculinity is a thing that I bought razor blade romance and Villy is on the front cover looking very effeminate. And I'm like, eh, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. Um, toxic masculinity is half of a drug. I'm just trying to kill you at this Drink point. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I started listening to um, Razorblade Romance, and I was like, oh, no, like, I I specifically like this. Like, I, I actually like Razorblade. I, I like this album a lot. So then I went and bought uh, Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights uh, because of the way that, like, this album was released in 2000 in America, but it's 99. It was released 99 for the rest of the world. Um, for a long time, him was like soccer, where they were popular everywhere but America. Um and then Bam Margera happened. And then Bam Margera happened, yes. And <laughs> he popularized them here. And then they got signed to Sire, and that's whenever Dark Light came on and everything like that. Um, but uh, And then, you know, I we, we ended up getting together, and I ended up breaking up with her in 2008, and I continued to listen to him. Because it was one of those things that, like, I thought him was going to be, like, fall by the wayside because it was, you know, like, oh, because of her. I'm like, no, I actually legitimately like him. So I continue to listen to them. They're still one of my favorite bands. Um, did you listen to Neon Noir yet? So funny. Funny you mentioned that. Um, I did start listening to Neon Noir. And then I was just like, actually, I just want to listen to him. <laughs> so I stopped listening to it like halfway through. Not that it was bad or anything, but I was just like, man, this makes me want to listen to Join Me in Death. Yeah, and that then... happened to me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, le- I like Neon Noir. I really do. Uh, I liked it more than whenever I listened to it uh, repeatedly because I've been stuck in editing hell with my job because... Uh, lawyers don't know what the fuck they want from me. Um, so I will uh, listen to music while I'm editing, and I had Neon Noir on repeat one day. And I was like, I like this more and more every single time. I kind of wish Billy would have hired musicians and not did it all by himself. But uh, <laughs> that was a horrible segue also. I'm like, did you listen to Neon Noir? It just popped into my head. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I have contemplated getting a heartogram tattoo. Um I have not gotten around to it. Eventually, I'll get a heartogram tattoo. I uh, I promised Jay that I would get a heart a heartogram tattoo with them. So sometime within the next couple months, I will be getting a heartogram tattoo with Jay, and then a bleh tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney actually bought me a, a tattoo gift certificate so I could get bleh tattooed on me. <laughs> yes, I really will. I really am going to do that. I mean, I, I knew, I knew you were really, yeah. I, I bet towards the listeners, yeah. I am, I am really going to scar my body just for the lulls. Also, oh, yeah, also, Nick, uh, Nick found out from the motionless and white episode by using the hashtag bleh. Yeah. That bleh is obviously not pronounced that way, I'm sure, but in Danish means pale. Yeah. So <laughs> either if you spell it with or without the H, it still counts as pale in Danish. So, which is hilarious because if you've ever seen a picture of me, I am pale as fuck. So. I mean, Chelsea's not as pale as she thinks she is, but granted the picture that we have on our Instagram where it was like introducing us as the podcast, you look really pale. 
picture. It's okay. You can say that I'm pale. I glow in the dark. You're. I mean, you are, but you're not as pale as you. I think you think you are. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. I don't mind being pale. I mean, I know you don't mind being pale. I'm just saying. If it's with my aesthetic. You are the goth. Yes. <laughs> yes. Even though I have talked about zero goth music on this podcast so far. Coming season two. Yes. I am actually determined to uh, to uh, to a goth a goth artist. It might not be like a classic goth artist, uh, like the the OG ones, um, but it it'll be in the in the realm of actual goth music and not just metal all the time. I actually made a de- made a decision to try to be heavier in season two because I was like, I wasn't that heavy season one. So I, I, I am specifically trying to be heavier for season two. So we got lots we got lots planned. Well, mine are mostly just uh swimming thoughts. <laughs> I have mine written down. Yeah, I, I write mine I write mine down as I think of them, but I think as of right now I may have two written down. I have like something like thirty some odd ideas. I have like I think I counted out, and I have like roughly six seasons worth of uh, my picks like written out. So I can't think that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I I I'm I'm not thinking that far ahead. I just I have that many albums that I could talk about. That's all. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. And I only had one written down, but I'm writing another one down because I thought it was on there. Ah, that's fair. So while I'm doing that, um, to bring it back to what you said, though, about your first girlfriend, you said it was your first girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? That's really funny because my first boyfriend was really into him. <laughs> and we met at the him concert at, that we Club were at Zoo. the same. Yes, we were at that same concert, too. Take a drink. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one with Skindred and Finch. Yeah, which that was a weird fucking lineup. It really was. It was the weirdest fucking lineup ever. And Finch was awful live. Oh, they were so bad. I like Finch. And I was just like, wow, I like you guys a little less now. Yeah, I remember being like, oh, my," because I liked Finch, too. I mean, I only knew like one song. What is the burn? Yeah, but it's a good song. It's classic. Um, but yeah, I was just like, whoa, this is. This is real bad. And I didn't know it at the time, but in hindsight, now that I know it, I'm glad that David Draymond punched that dude in the face. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I missed that part. I was at that show, but I mi- we, we got there late so because it was a Rolling Rocktown Fair. And uh, we were there, and, like, everyone was just, like, kind of mumbling about it. And I was just like, what the fuck happened? And then... Disturbed came on and he he confirmed that that's what happened. We yeah, but we missed Finch. I was of my friends. I was the only one who liked Finch, so we weren't going to make it in time to see Finch. I mean, that was actually a recurring theme of my early twenties that I was the only one in my friend group who liked any of the music that I listened to. So, which was one of the reasons why I ended up dating April in retrospect because she liked the same music that I did. Uh, <laughs> but. It's actually really weird to me now that I have so many friends that are into like the the same music that I'm into because like for so long I didn't have anyone else that like listened to the same stuff that I did and now I have so many and I'm still always like stuck in that like mindset of like oh no one's gonna like the music that I put on and that's not the case at all. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I, I kind of feel the same way most of the time. So 
I understand. <laughs> Excuse me. I had to burp. How dare you? I know. Usually I'm pretty good at not doing it on the mic, but uh, at that time, I didn't burp directly into the mic. I've yeah. been on podcasts where they do that. And I'm just like, yeah. It's like, well, it's my mic. I'm like, yeah, but people don't like being having burps in their ears. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird ear feel. Yeah. It's a really weird ear, ear feel. Like the the mouth sounds on ASMR videos. I hate those. I'm not a fan either. Yeah, I do like ASMR, and I like people like talking ASMR, but I hate the the especially the wet mouth sounds. Blech. Yeah, that that's a pet peeve of mine. Whenever I hear someone has a very moist mouth, and yeah, not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. So, um, unlike other episodes where you know it's like one of us showing the other an album. Which I was like, I, that's not like the right word, is it? Showing, but it doesn't matter. Um, introducing. Introducing, yes. Um, uh, we both have thoughts on this album, so I guess we could start at the beginning. Uh, start at the top. Oh, my Lord. And uh, drink, because I'm having trouble starting the <laughs> podcast, everybody. Um, <laughs> but uh, we can give our thoughts. Go, Chelsea, just talk at this point. <laughs> We got this. Oh. Thank you for being with me for this long. <laughs> well, yeah, I we're like we we're both really familiar with this album, so we'll probably just you know listen through it and talk about our our thoughts on it together. Probably bring up memories and all kinds of stuff because I'm sure that this episode is going to get really feely. I'm already sort of, <laughs> sort of prepared for that. I mean, it's it's it is an album with nothing but love songs on it. <laughs> it's going to happen. And like the love songs that appeal to both Chelsea and I. So it's going to be I mean, there's a reason why they were just like our genre is love metal. And we're like, mm, yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a. I know a lot of people that don't like his voice, though, and I'm just like, hmm. how? It's like an angel. <laughs> Especially now, because, like, um, I don't know, because uh, Juliana's made the comment that, like, because she, she, she didn't like him before we started dating, and then I fixed that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did that also with Toy Story. She didn't like Toy Story until we started dating. Um, but uh, Billy, um, apparently, we, he was, like, shitting blood type of alcoholic and he fucked up his voice a bit so i think neon noir is like his range at this point he can't really hit the high notes like he does on this album so that's a little disappointing because juliana brings that up she likes the way he she likes his higher end voice more than her his deeper end voice um because like like her favorite um her favorite hymn songs the her two favorite hymn songs are i love you prelude to tragedy and venus doom um venus doom too mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we can, uh, I guess we should just start, huh? Yeah, just get right into it. <laughs> I can hide behind the music. <laughs> All right, so first song we are going to be listening to is uh, Your Sweet 666. I love the, <laughs> we both, <laughs> as soon as the song started, me and Nick both like closed our eyes and started bobbing our head. And I was going to say, I just, the intro to the song brings back so many memories. Like, to me, like, the intro to this song is just, like, audio love. Like, it's just, it, it feels like the the feeling of, oh, oh, this is the wrong version. 
This is the deluxe version because it starts with I Love You, Prelude the Tragedy. But, um, vamp while I fix this. <laughs> but no, just to me, it's just like very uh, audio, like, love. Like, it's just, it, there, there's so many, like, great memories uh, associated with this. Yeah, I love the the like the the like upbeat do 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 part. Like obviously it's not the way I said it, but <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, like that. It's just so it just sounds I I love how happy their music sounds sometimes and like when you actually like listen to the lyrics, they're depressing as fuck. Yeah. Like this. And I don't, I don't, there's a lot of people that I don't like, like the breathy, bony kind of like voice effect that they do, but he just does it so well that it doesn't like drive me up a wall. It's a very goth delivery. Mm -hmm. Because I was introduced to them as like, they're a goth rock band. And I mean, they are a goth rock band, but like, they're a little heavier than most goth. This song is also better. This is the better version that what's on um, Greatest Love Songs, Volume 666. I agree. I don't like that version as much. I don't either. I also really don't like that album. For being my one of my favorite bands, I do not like their debut album. I do not like Greatest Love Songs all that much. The only song I like off of that album, I think, is um, their cover of Don't Fear the Reaper. That's good. It's, Our Diabolical Rapture is also pretty good. Yeah, that one's okay. But I, I don't like that song. Don't feel fear the reaper. Like I don't like the original, but I love their cover because it was so weird and creepy and different. I always, I like, I love the second verse, the I'm losing my faith in you, you don't want it to be true, but there's nothing you can do, there's nothing you can do, yes, I've lost my faith in you. Mm-hmm. It's probably my favorite verse of this song. Yeah, this introduced me to, like, a different perception of love instead of, like, the hearts and roses sort of thing. It's like a very... I don't want to say dark, but I guess dark alternative. I would say dark. Yeah, like a dark version of love. Yeah, because like my my dark little adolescent emo heart just adored all of this, especially like dealing with a lot of like unrequited love as a teen. What's that like? <laughs> oh, I could write a book. You and me both. <laughs> We talked about it on the Sleep Token episode, but I'm very familiar with the unrequited love. <laughs> Me too. And I, I think I went into it on that episode too. And then probably the Coheed and Cambria episode as well. Yes. Very familiar. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> it is, it's a struggle. It's a fucking struggle. <laughs> but 
Villy Vallo writes beautiful music that makes me feel like it's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it to me, like it was because like I think I've ta- I know I've told you this, but I can't tell you remember if I told you this on mic or not, because like, uh, no, I definitely told you this, but I can't. Um, is that like the movie? So like. I know, like, you know, big titty goth girlfriend. That's that's an internet meme. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it, it's a, a lot of people strive for that in their lives. Ruined uh, my life. <laughs> or it has ruined my life, I should say. But for me, the re- what, what I, how I got in, that makes me sound so sh- shitty, but like, for me, I, the what appealed to me, where, where I saw goth girls and I was like, I would like one of those, please, is Loser. Which like is a Jason Biggs Minasavari movie from the early two thousands that no one fucking saw, but Minasavari plays a goth girl in that movie, and I was just like, please, that yes, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's, my type right there. Yeah, pretty much. I like. I actually, I never posted it because I didn't know how like it would come off. But like, I actually like took pictures of like the four women in media that have completely uh, that have like shaped my taste in women which is like Minasavari from um uh from loser topanga uh romana flowers and uh cat dennings just just cat dennings but yeah i was like i was gonna post it and i'm just like uh that i don't know if that's gonna get taken properly but regardless of the fact there's a theme with that <laughs> <laughs> i see it i see it but I, I, I get that because like if, if there was if I did that with uh with my with the ladies that I that shaped my taste in women, it would probably be around the same. And it would they're all basically just Xena. <laughs> so War- Lucy Lawless. War- Warrior Princess. Yes, Lu- Lucy Lawless. She's done a lot of nudity in her uh, her later years, actually. Yeah, that is actually why I watched Sparta, Spartacus. <laughs> that is that is that is the sole reason why I watched Spartacus. Because my friend Gary, rest in peace, was spending the weekend at my house for Fourth of July. Because I used to always have a Fourth of July party when I lived with my dad and my grandma. Um, and he, so he was spending the weekend and we were talking about Lucy Lawless and he was just like, you know, you can see your tits in Spartacus. And I was like, well, you can do what now? And I was just like, all right, let's do that. Let's watch that. And we did. We binged watch the whole Spartacus the whole weekend. Great show. Also good breasts. (laughs) Great breasts. I'm a big fan. I mean, okay, I, I have seen them as well. Yeah, she does. Well, just got bro talk, didn't we? Uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> Great breasts. But yeah, so thoughts on your Sweet Six Six? I like it. It's not, It's actually, it's not really one of my favorite hymn songs, but I do like it. And it's very, it's very nostalgic. And I especially love like the opening, the opening riff music like i just it it brings back so many memories like just because i don't like the song isn't my favorite i still enjoy it and it still has a lot of emotional attachment to it yeah i mean to me it's just 
I wouldn't even say nostalgic. I mean, it is nostalgic, but it's just comforting to hear like the beginning of your sweet six six six. So, I actually just watched a TikTok on the like how to break how they broke down like six six six, like where it came from and everything like that. Mm. It's it, it's adding up like numerically Caesar Nero Caesar. I don't know how you do it, but. <laughs> It came from, like, there's a guy I follow on TikTok, and we've all seen that monster thing where it's like 666 because it's vav, vav, vav. In, oh, yeah. But in Hebrew, you add up the numbers. So uh, vav, vav, vav would just be 18. It actually isn't 666. <laughs> it's just another thing that people have gotten wrong. As, as always. Yeah. But um i didn't digress the conversation too much so don't drink yet uh (laughs) so uh next song we have is poison girl i knew so many people with this as their screen name yeah my ex actually had it as her screen name for a little while yeah, uh, one of my high school friends who my high my one of my best friends in high school who sadly passed away um, since since high school. This was her favorite song, so this always reminds me of her, and like not a sad way. I just cause we had we had some really good times, and we were both equally obsessed with him. Like watching the "Join Me in Death" video ad nauseum because, whew, that video. I just love, I love their lyrics so much. They're so, like, dark and pretty and Mm -hmm. poetic and romantic. I actually just remembered, uh, I don't remember what was going on in my life, but I remember my friend Ari asked me (laughs) how I was one day, and I was like, I'm listening to him, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Because him could be good or bad. I, I was just like, I don't know what to take out to take this, but that's the mood. That is the mood. That's not cold, endless bliss. I always thought it was cold, endless bliss, not coldest bliss. I'm not sure if I... Now that I see it, now I can't remember what I thought it was. I yeah, I always thought it was cold, endless bliss, which still fits. I like that better. We're going to stick with that. Cold, endless bliss? Yeah. I love this song so fucking much. The first four songs on this album are so fucking awesome. They're just so amazing. Which is funny because I think my favorite is the fifth one. Uh, very deep in... Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. Drink. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that, but it doesn't shock me for like a split second. Um, 
Him was also a, very, a big staple of my AOL away messages. Good or bad? Both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, <laughs> it's like it can be, it, him is very ambiguous. Like, are you sad? Are you happy? Are you in love? All of all, all of, of the, the above. above. Yeah. <laughs> Just so sexy. There's no the other song, way. the song or Billy. I mean, yes. To be fair, yes. <laughs> I'm secure enough in my sexuality to be like yes. But yeah, it just I, I like the the I I don't know what it is. There's if if I were to find out that Billy Valo was an incubus, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> just based off of like how like because like if you were to know me. Leading up to whenever I got into him, you would be like, fuck, what? Like, this is one of your favorite bands now? And I'm sure some of my friends were just like, oh, because April likes it. And then then I kept fucking listening to it. And I was just like, no, this is a part of me. Don't judge. <laughs> uh, this is now a part of my personality. Yeah. And it's just, I, they're, like, they were, they have been a really, really, really big influence on, like, my creative work, too. Just, like, that whole, like beauty and brutality thing that we've talked about on the podcast before and it's just like this song sums it up really really well it's just like the, the I did it like the the chorus of like I did it all for her I did it all just for her and love's heart is death for me and my poison girl like that is and love's heart is death is just a fantastic fucking line I don't know what the fuck it means but it's a fantastic fucking line <laughs> are there any other reasons why like you love this song because you were jamming out to it pretty pretty hard. It's There's something about it. it I, I think it, it goes back to whenever you were on Geeky Nerd and you were talking about the Adam Lambert song. Um, it's escaping my head at the moment. There's so many. I'm sorry. The one that like got you into it. Oh, What Do You Want From Me? That's it. Yeah, a real easy title. Wasn't really remembering it. Um, uh it, it just hits the the serotonin button and i don't know what it is it just like something comes over me whenever this song comes on and like you saw it just there and it's just <laughs> it, it, i don't know it, some like i'm possessed or something it just it feels right that makes sense i could i i can totally relate to that i would just i was asking to see if like you had like any other kind of like emotional attachment to it. Look at me trying to pick at the feels. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I don't hate them like you do. I'm fine. I will talk about my feelings. I'm fine with that. But no, there isn't any specific like this. I mean, the the, the she's not going to listen, so it doesn't fucking matter. This was April's like ringtone for a very very long time, which was very embarrassing one time because uh, I got my phone rang and it was her number. And, you know, Poison Girl was playing and I flipped it open. I'm like, hi, babe. And it was her dad. So. <laughs> Whoops. That was weird. Uh, he just kind of ignored it. Her, her dad was that was one of those kind of guys. So. Um, Thank goodness. Yeah. But. Uh, but, yeah, no, like this was I associated this with with her and i mean honestly almost every single uh girlfriend at some point i think of with the exception of my second girlfriend she hated him red flag it was it was a, it was a, it was, a, it was a, i was dating her the time that screamworks came out and um the the lead single was heart killer and she did not like it because the way that he says killer 
I actually am not a, I wasn't a big fan of the song Heart Killer. And I actually don't know if I like listened to that album because I didn't like the single that much. Love the Hardest Way is a fantastic fucking song. It has one of my favorite like romantic lines, which is pretty like a flower in a tomb you are. It's a good line. Philly, yeah. Philly certainly, <laughs> certainly has a way with words. That's mm. that's for sure. Yeah, that was my, my second girlfriend didn't really appreciate that because like I would play lyrics for her and she didn't really like music. It was fucking weird. Red flag. <laughs> but um, she would uh, she she would just think that the, the essentially she didn't say this, but she essentially thought that the um, hymns lyrics are gobbledygook. Uh, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> lady. <laughs> like no, it, it is art from top to bottom, start to finish. Him is art. <laughs> I mean, it is. I I, I fully agree. But that also transfers to Billy himself as a work of art. I mean, we've never really talked about it, but I'm not terribly surprised. <laughs> you saw the music videos. I did. I have not. I've not watched all. I mean, yeah. I mean, right here in my your arms is pretty sexual. So, I mean, most of the stuff off a of razor blade romance is pretty sexual, but. Uh, I I mean I actually don't remember oh the join join me in death is off this album that yes. that video lives rent free in my head constantly really? yeah the 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 ice and the lights and the eyes and the lips and I <laughs> 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 actually when I when I uh, when I stopped listening to Neon Noir to listen to just him. I when I wanted to listen to Join Me in Death, I started listening to it on Spotify, and then I was like, "Why am I listening to it on Spotify? I want to watch the video." <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I even doing this to myself? And then the Funeral of Hearts video too. Apparently, just him in the cold. <laughs> that's that's your sweet spot. Your sexuality is him in the cold. <laughs> yeah. that, sounds a, that sounds about right, actually. <laughs> Also, Billy Billy Fala does share a lot of characteristics with Lucy Lawless. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Fair. I made I made this post on Facebook um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, the two biggest lies that I tell myself are that I'll be home early and I don't have a type. <laughs> and there you have it. I mean, <laughs> I can't say anything. I have very much have a type. So we talked about it earlier. I'm sure we'll talk about it again in this episode. So this is a love episode. We're talking about love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tell me what you really think. So segue next song on the her edition, apparently, is uh, Join Me in Death. And I adore this song. They went to a lot of trouble for this song. I'm not surprised because sometimes like now in like my adult mind, because I think I think this song is so beautiful and so touching and romantic. But then like when I like really think about it, I'm just like, that's not touching and romantic at all. But he, the way he delivers it is. I mean, to be fair, he has said straight up this song is about Romeo and Juliet. So... It, it, he he's taking the theme. He, it, it, it's it's culture. So. Yeah, I did. I had. I I don't think I knew for sure it was about Romeo and Juliet, but mm -hmm. it is 
kind of very obviously about Romeo and Juliet, but... Gives, it gives me like shivers up my spine every time. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is problematic. Like, on the surface level, it's problematic. If you don't know, it's about Romeo and Juliet. It's, it is problematic, but like, I don't feel like anyone did this. To me, it's it's just kind of like, you know, I you want to stay together forever. So you, essentially, if you're trying to stay with someone for the rest of your life, you kind of are joining each other in death. Like, mm-hmm. that is kind of the idea. I, I love that. I love that verse. That this world is a cruel place, and we're here only to lose. So before life tears us apart, let death bless me with you. So pretty. Mm-hmm. Once again, like my uh, my little dark emo heart was all a flutter for these song lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't have a dark emo heart, but I had a dark goth-ish heart. But I was very depressed. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> The, like, like Coheed kind of does the same thing that him does here, where it's like the the bridge is like this life ain't worth living, but the music goes so the way that he delivers it and the way the music goes, you don't really think anything of it. Yeah, it sounds so happy and pretty mm-hmm. until you absorb the words that he's saying. Also, I said Coheed's a drink. <laughs> I also love the way he th- sings Die Like That. Like I do like the way he you know, manipulates his voice. Especially on this album. He does it the most, I feel like, on this album. There we go, that's better. Sorry, I had to fix my straw my water bottle. Riveting podcasting stuff from the Gotham Nerd podcast. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so yeah, no, I mean that that I do like that song like a lot. It's not one of my favorites on this album, but that's also because like this is a long ass album and there's so many really like great songs on it. It just kind of gets pushed down to the bottom. It is very possible that this song is one of my favorites because of the video. <laughs> Like it is possible, but this is this is one of my favorite songs. But it, I video aside, I think it's just because of like the way his voice sounds. It's just it's so beautiful to me in this in this in this song. I love it, and it, it still gives me chills listening to it. Like it's true, Chelsea actually re- physically reacted. <laughs> she wasn't just saying that. <laughs> you know, it, it's it. I like, but the thing with the video too is that like. If you were to explain him with any, like, if you just needed, like, one image to explain him, 
you could just show like that video where like the hardogram is a part of the video where the hardogram, the big steel hardogram that was in almost every single one of their videos from this era. And Billy, if I remember correctly, shirtless with a fur like coat, if I, something of that kind, you've watched it way more than I have. So I don't know if he's wearing fur. I think he's like sitting on an ice throne. Mm hmm. And he has, like, a white shirt on that's, like, really unbuttoned and, like, leather pants. That sounds right, too. And he kind of looks like Lestat. Yeah. Like a brunette Lestat, which probably might be what he was going for. Yeah, I mean, they're they're very much into vampires, so, so, I mean, vampire heart and all. Um, But regardless, just a screenshot of that, and you're just like, him. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And you're like, and someone can look at that and go, oh, I get it. Though, granted, in the early 2000s, you'd be like, oh, he's gay. But, <laughs> not really correct, but. Yeah, that that that's actually a good point that you brought up. That was a big thing, reason why, like, a lot of people, a lot of men, metalheads, didn't like him. Because, oh, he looks, he looks like a F-slur. Yeah, I was going to say, insert F-slur here. Yeah. And, but, like. It was one of those things where, like, all of the women around around them were just, like, fawning over this man. And it's just like, maybe you should uh, reevaluate your viewpoints because clearly this is working for him. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I confused his look on the album with being in the video. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's a good song. I, I like it a lot. The lyrics are very, very simple on this one. This was also, I thought was very weird is that like how this is weird to me, but like, that's because I'm American. This song was so popular. It was on their version of now. That's what you call music over in Finland. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) I would. Oh, now I don't know why my brain was thinking uh, a kid's pop. No, no. Now they're still making them, by the way, the now I'm not surprised by that. I think they're in the the over 100 at this point. Oh, God. Now I feel old. That's not a drinking part. No. All right. So next song is uh, one of my absolute favorite hymn songs ever. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into it. Uh, This is right here in my arms. I also love the intro to this. This is the first hymn song I ever heard.
love this chorus. I love the, the this is to me this is like manly love. Yeah, like, this is more this is <laughs> this is definitely one of their more like manlier love songs. Yeah. Oh, it's oh no, I know, not oh no. Huh. Oh boy. <laughs> what? This verse hits. Are you getting called out? I am. <laughs> So hard she's trying, but her heart won't turn to stone. Oh no, and she keeps on crying, but I won't leave her alone. She'll never be alone. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> I mean, I, I obviously, like, I knew, I, I know the words to the song, like, pretty well and I don't know just seeing it written out in text I was just like oh yeah <laughs> right Thank you, Bam Margera. <laughs> you did one thing right. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch Viva La Bam just to see Billy Ballow on it. April did the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I liked I liked Viva La Bam. I I also had a crush on Bam Margera back then because you know I was a thirteen, fourteen year old girl around in that time, so. But expressly watched it more often, hopefully to catch a, a Billy sighting on there. And sometimes Danny Filth. Uh, yeah, I love this song. I love this song deeply, madly. It is fantastic. Truly, truly madly, deeply. Yes, truly madly, <laughs> deeply. Sorry, you've nothing to be sorry about. <laughs> it's a music podcast. I had to make a music pun. It's fair, but no, I, I love this song. Like it's, it's very much. It is, it is a bit. It, okay, it is on the un. Okay, no, it is. It is unrequited love. It is a very much an unrequited love song, uh, especially the the verse where Chelsea got called out. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, uh, it's it's. Uh, I uh, the the chorus is just so fucking spectacular because it's just like. The, the whole, like, you know, she'll be right here in my arms, so in love. She'll be right here in my arms, she can't let go. She'll be right here in my arms, so in love. She will be right here in my arms, she can't let go. Like, it's so goddamn simple. It's so goddamn simple. Like, all their lyrics are so goddamn simple, but it's just, like, it it goes back to the Sleep Token episode, where it's just, like, there's not a lot going on here, but they make them, the economy of words is spectacular. And the delivery is fantastic. Yeah. It's very impactful delivery. Yeah, and the, especially with uh, the, yeah, 
I, I don't know where I was going. I was I wanted to talk about the fact that the 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 radio edit has the the the, the doesn't have the solo in it, and you lose something from it. But sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I probably interrupted you, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll listen back to the episode and be like, you're an asshole. Stop doing that. <laughs> it's okay. You just get excited. and You already said this is your favorite song. so It is. Well, yeah, the, the, I also have another song that I really, really love, but we'll wait till we get there. I'll wait. There's a phrase that I was trying to think of, and it's not coming to me, so it's fine. So what do you think about the song, Chelsea? <laughs> I love this song. I I I've always love this song. This was this is one of my favorite hymn songs. Um, the the album that I li- actually listened to the most, unfortunately, was uh, Greatest Love Songs Volume Six Six Six, which was their greatest hits album. No, that no, that was Love Said No. Oh, and Love Said No. You're right. Yeah, and Love Said No was a great. Yeah, was there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the song that or that's the album that I listened to the most, just because it had like all of them. Yeah, it, like I didn't have to like, this was back when I still had CDs and a Walkman. I didn't have to change CDs so often <laughs> between like the eight albums that they had. <laughs> they had a lot. They really did. I don't I don't know if it was actually eight, but it's like when you're carrying like a stack of CDs and like half of them is one band. Having like a greatest hits album was very convenient. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that's fair. I'm actually looking at, let's see, we one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They had eight. You're right. Oh. They ended with eight. Nice. Not counting and love said no. Yeah. So, yeah, back when I would have been carrying around eight CDs, that's, yeah, because and love said no would have been on that. But, yeah, I really like, I, I love that song. I love the solo. I love the the opening the chorus, the way he sings it. I love everything. It's a work of art. Again. I would agree. <laughs> I mean, you're getting two very different perspectives. You're getting perspective of someone who just loves the music and how it makes them feel, and then someone who's thirsty for Villy Vallo. So <laughs> I'm not a fan girl. <laughs> I don't lust after people in bands. Mm. What are you talking about? That's mm-hmm. not me. That should be a fucking drinking rule. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, about anyone in general or specific people because there's a lot of people that i fangirl over it's just usually it's true yeah i know it's usually just for the last season it was one person i i was just uh that was more or less uh me saying in a unique way bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i'm calling bullshit that's fair (laughs) so now we're on my favorite song which is Bury Me Deep Inside Your Heart. Which, you know, tracks. <laughs> it's a very slow song. It's a very odd song to follow up uh, um, right here in your uh, my arms. It's also very, very depressing. <laughs> it really is. I used to post these lyrics all over the place and sit in my room and cry <laughs> to the song. <laughs> Not gonna you that if you gonna like try to lie the song really got me in my feels when I was a teenager and probably like would now too well but... we're about to find out on Mike <laughs> shut up Nick <laughs> I love you Chelsea I love you too 
Though to be fair, this is like their most romantic song, where it's like it's not comparing love and death in any way. Well, maybe a little bit. It's been a while since I've listened to it. But just the first chorus alone, it's very much a traditional love song. I love the opening verse. I love the let me wake up in your arms, hear you say it's not all right. Let me be so dead and gone, so far away from life. Close my eyes, hold me tight, and bury me deep inside your heart. Which I think is like, it is it is said sad, but I guess now that I'm an adult, it's kind of like, you know, loving someone for who they are mm-hmm. and being like realistic. It's just so pretty. (laughs) I mean, it is like, it is a quintessential goth love song. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, traditional goth, there's not a ton of love songs. Like, they exist. But like, this is, you know, dark people falling in love. The people who like the spooky side of life. (laughs) If I ever get married, this song will probably be played at my wedding. That sounds right. (laughs) It won't be the first dance, but it will be played. Be an easy first dance. I already have that. Yeah, I I know you already. (laughs) I'm just saying it would be an easy first dance. Not that I would know. I was fucking plastered for my first dance, so... (laughs) I love that line. My heart stops beating only for you, baby. I was just about to say you love that line, (laughs) don't you? (laughs) I actually, I had just, in my Facebook memories, I made that a status like 13 years ago. And I'll share it every now and then. I actually think I may have shared it in the last couple years. But I like, I commented, like, I commented like for those of you who don't know this is the hymn lyric (laughs) you're not worrying about me i kind of wish they would have put this after wicked game on the track on the on it though yeah i can see I can see why you might not like that song as much because of like that was a really rough transition from right here in my arms to something so slow. Mm -hmm. And I think I like that song because like I would skip to that one. Ah, okay. Like I would go right into that one. Once I, as soon as I heard that song, I was just like, I'm in love with this. And like that would be what I would start the album with. And then I'd probably put it on shuffle or something. But yeah. 
it is a really rough transition from right here at my arms to that. Mm -hmm. So I can understand why you would be like, meh, skip. I mean, I have in the past, I have like skipped it, but it, it is, it is a really good love song, but, but you know, um, this is more, this is more Chelsea's realm. So I, I I'll leave the mic to, to you on your thoughts of this song. I was going to say it's a banger, but it is not a banger. <laughs> no, no. I mean, if you use banger as good song, yes, but usually banger is like, you know, happy or at least a little bit more upbeat. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I love the lyrics to this. The ones again, they're so simple and I love, I love the way he, he sings it. It's almost like he's, he sings it in like a pleading sort of way, which yeah. leads like more into like the unrequited love part of it. Cause after like reading the lyrics, like just reading them, it, the whole unrequited part doesn't really show through what, when that comes through, it's the way he's singing. Like all I ever wanted was you, my love. Like he just delivers it. Like he's like begging that person to like stay with him forever. Mm-hmm. It could also be post mortem too. Like this could be sung to someone who died. Oh yeah, that's very true. Especially when you, um, when you uh, look at the 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 second verse, the "Let me never see the sun and never see you smile." Let us be so dead and gone, so gone, so far away from life. Just close my eyes, hold me tight, and bury me deep inside your heart. And I guess even like the first verse could be taken as someone passing away to uh the whole here you say it's not all right mm-hmm. it's sad <laughs> it's very sad very sad but so good so pretty but it didn't stop you from crying in your room alone <laughs> i did I, I did that a lot <laughs> it's okay it's also interesting because, like, uh, on Genius, it has, like, the cover art for um, the singles as opposed to, like, the albums. And um, this one is helping Chelsea with her thirst. Oh, a wicked game, that is. Because uh, it's just Billy's bare chest with him branded into his chest. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like his face. Okay, that's I'm, fair. I'm, I'm real big on his face. He's got a real nice face. Fair. Segway to... Uh, <laughs> To their cover of Wicked Game, um, which I do like this version a lot more than the original version because the Chris Isaac version makes me want to kill myself. It is just so heartbreakingly sad that it's just like, I can't feel good listening to this song. But the hymn version, I I know very well. It's more upbeat. Yeah, it's very (laughs) upbeat. Somehow. It's also sexier. Yeah. So his voice in this song is very sexy. And I'm sure that was on purpose.
even though I know that this is a cover, if I didn't know this was a cover, this would have sounded like any other hymn song. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, I, I feel like there's a reason why they covered this. It was just like, oh, yeah, this is on brand for us. This song, like reading the lyrics, I'm like, I feel like this is a, a a lust relationship, someone trying to turn it into a love relationship. Yeah, I can see that. One one side is very lustful, the other side is very romantic, and uh, they aren't meeting in the middle. I'm not even gonna say. I wasn't going to say shit. (laughs) But you were thinking it. I was looking at your face. (laughs) I could feel it. (laughs) I was looking at your face to see if you were going to say anything, and then I was going to, as a good co-host, support you, but I wasn't going to just pull you out of the shadows, kicking and screaming, all right? (laughs) Thank you. It's okay. Told you many times, I do not do things just for the uh, for the podcasting, but I will look at you. <laughs> Are you going to say anything? No, no I'm not going to say anything. Yes, I am. <laughs> I said enough. <laughs> <laughs> what is this vague, vague podcasting instead of vague? Vague cast. Vague cast. Vague cast. <laughs> Everyone, you know how much Chelsea hates feelings. This is dealing with feelings. That's all you need to know. <laughs> if you this is if you this is your first episode, everyone. Chelsea hates feelings. This is dealing with feelings. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you see that ad? <laughs> Which one? The one with the giant alien boobs. Oh yeah, I did. I've been ignoring it. Yeah, the 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 girl with the big blue titties. The, the, Sorry, listeners. The dicka tittens. <laughs> or titten. A tittens is redundant. And not German. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's this, the, like, right in the middle of the lyrics, there's just this ad for a game that's just this giant blue woman in a toga. Good way to distract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I do really, really love... The, also, the outro kind of supports my theory that this is a like a one-sided romantic relationship because the outro is nobody loves no one. So, like, that kind of sums up that fairly well, I would say. Yeah, it definitely sums up dating nowadays because a lot of people are just looking for hookups and stuff like that. Everyone says they want love. But they don't want to work for it. Not everyone, obviously, but that's the going theme of the toxic dating scene. What I have noticed is that it's either they don't want to work for love or they treat love like it's goddamn Starbucks. Where like it's like you need to be this, 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 and this. And I'm just like, they're human beings. 
<laughs> you do realize whenever you have more and more things that you're wanting from this partner, the, your likelihood is going down so significantly. It's like you're going to have to compromise on some things. Like no one is everything. So, but yeah, but that's their cover of Chris Isaac's Wicked Game. They did. This was also on Greatest Love Songs, Volume Six Six Six, which also that version is inferior to this version as well. Yeah, this is a this is a um, much better version. Like the production is a lot better, and the cover, like the cover itself, is great. Like I don't even like the original version version anymore because the cover is so good. Yeah, like I said, I didn't like the original to begin with, and even whenever I saw that they covered Wicked Game, I was like, uh. and then I listened to him, like, oh, okay, thank God, because like I said, if you've never heard the Chris Isaac version, it is so unbelievably depressing <laughs> and it's just like like even the, like the video is like this black and white video with like chris isaac frolicking on the beach with like i think i think it was like the named supermodel at the time that this song came out because it was came out in the 90s and it's just it do, that does not make it seem any better it still <laughs> seems depressing as fuck even when they're like they're laughing and like having a good time while they're doing it i'm just like this is still a depressing ass song fuck you <laughs> Into and uh, speaking of depressing songs, the next one. I love you, Prelude to Tragedy. Yes, one of my wife's favorite songs. Which I do love this song like a lot. I love this song a lot. The intro is so good. Him also does very, very quiet. Oh, you didn't really, oh, we didn't really pick it up. So the intro says, I see it in your eyes. I feel it in your touch. I taste it from your lips. And baby, the more I love you. This is another song that's like on level with Poison Girl for me. I do love this song too. He can do so much with his voice. He really can. And this is just like the way he he delivers this chorus is just audio sex. It's just audio sex. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what him is. Yeah. Especially from like Razorblade, from like Greatest Love Songs and to uh, Deep Shadows. Like just audio sex. Love metal is a little less. Uh, love metal is a little bit more romantic, but like this is just sex, just fucking music. <laughs> just fucking music. Honey, <laughs> that's my fucking music. <laughs> Milady, oh god, you just. <laughs> Milady, please fetch my my fucking music. In my fedora while you're at it. I didn't tip. Oh. I don't own a fedora, so don't worry. 
I, I, I didn't think you did, but you, you did the m'lady and I, I had to... Just so fucking sexy. <laughs> it really is just like it's it's this weird thing for me with him. Like I, it's like I'm like I have Alzheimer's with it or something like that. Where it's just like I fucking forget and then I hear it. And I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> like it's just I don't know why. <laughs> no, I can I can I I can see that because I I did the same I do the same thing because like I'll like not listen to him for for a long time and then all of a sudden I'll get like a song stuck in my head. Or I'll try to listen to his new music. And I'll be like, I actually want to go listen to, to this. I can't. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I listen to Neon Noir and then I uh, then listen to Razorblade. So, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Sorry. I have a hymn uh, playlist and then I put the hymn playlist on. Because I have like a playlist for like all my favorite uh, bands. Um, and I, bl- I think that one's called The Majesty. Because if you're wondering, hymn stands for His Infernal Majesty. It's actually an acronym, but it still bothers me whenever people spell it H dot I dot M dot. It's like, no, just, it's just him. All capital letters. I used to do that too. And then I got lazy and then found out that that was wrong anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's actually his infernal majesty is referring to uh, Ozzy Osbourne of all. Yeah. If you didn't know that. I did not know that. I actually thought that it was like a, an actual real satanic reference. Nope. Nope. It's Ozzy. Interesting. Yeah, most of the riffing is actually based off of Black uh, Black Sabbath riffs. I that I can see. Mm-hmm. I can I can see that. But yeah, I I man, but kind of. I'm gonna stick with what I thought originally. <laughs> it was satanic. <laughs> yes. Fair. Just because but... I like I, I I mean I guess not that I think Satan is sexy either, but just Ozzy Osbourne is just so unsexy to me. i mean that's fair he is (laughs) even when he was like young no i mean not he wasn't so bad when he was young but yeah just yeah yeah but that being said yeah no the the again this is also another like simple song but like the chorus is just so just the way that he delivers this chorus is just like this is like to me like this sounds like whenever you like you very much connect with a person and it's just like like (laughs) that that is that's that sums this up like really really well i can't keep my hands off of you yes yes yeah just the 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 yeah the i see it in your eyes i feel it in your touch i I taste it from your lips baby the more i love you it's just yeah nope Mm -hmm. exactly good song it is and then now uh (laughs) chelsea saw the next i'm like i I, in the back of my head i'm like chelsea likes this song i know she does this video is actually pretty cool this is gone with the sin uh this video is really uh because like the i watched this video whenever i was in film school and uh the saturation i really 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 like oversaturated film um i like the way it looks 
Um, I also, I just, in general, like if I'm editing, uh, if I'm editing, um, photos, I usually oversaturate the fuck out of them. And that is, uh, this is, this video has that. I actually don't remember this video. Really? It's him in a graveyard and it's like super oversaturated. Like the greens and the pinks and everything are just like popping. Yeah. I, I don't remember this one. I'll have to look it up when I go home for science. (laughs) <laughs> that makes him like now i want to watch it with you <laughs> we can watch it when we're done with this but this this is one of my favorite hymn songs i love the lyrics to this song it is it, again it kind of goes with the same thing where it's just uh like the right here in my arms and bury me deep in your heart. It, it, it very slow and eh, thing Oh, yeah, his voice on this is sexy AF. I love the way he says my baby in this song. Again, it kind of go. This this is very much like goth love. Like I adore the despair in your eyes. Like that's. Listen, if you're not even adjacent to the goth subculture, I'm sure this is going completely over your head. But like, if you are any kind of adjacent or in the goth subculture, like that's a fucking sexy line. So is like the first part too. Um... I love your skin, oh so white. I love your touch, cold as ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lyrics of this song are just so, so pretty and so dark, so goth, so gothic. Mm-hmm. Like, with an ick. But not <laughs> icky. You just have to do the whole, like, gothic romance kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that, I think that they've even said, like, Billy has said that, like, they are heavily influenced by gothic literature. And that, yes. <laughs> like, not goth, like, as we know it, but, like, gothic literature. And you can really, really hear that. Mm-hmm. I love this. Solo? Yeah. Is this a saxophone? No, this is an effects pedal on a guitar. Uh, Okay. Yeah, this is definitely an effects pedal. It actually also kind of sounds like a theremin. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this. I wonder if it's actually a theremin effects pedal. That would make sense. It's definitely not a theremin because it sounds slightly off, but yeah. It's just so unique. Mm-hmm. And it fits with the song so well. Oh, 
He does a lot of whispering into the headphones on this album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he does. <laughs> I just, I always thought that this song was so pretty because it's like. You know, you're comforting someone you love who's gone, like going through a really hard time, and you love them even though they're going through a hard time, and like you don't think of them any differently, and like you're there to support them, and you still think that they're just great. <laughs> That's why I like Re- this song. So. Real neato. Real neato. Finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, I, I, I think it's just a beautiful song. And like I said, it's just like the, the second chorus or not the other yeah, second, chorus, second verse, the, uh, I adored the despair in your eyes. I worship your lips once red as wine and I crave your scent sending shivers down my spine. And I love the way you're running out of life. The I crave your scent is also a very like it sounds very primal, but it's it's one of for me like a, a lot of good memories are tied to scent because that's we're one of the few mammals that can actually do that. It's like us and wolves uh, can like remember have memories can uh, connected. I know very sexy, but uh, <laughs> very very sexy. But that being said, like the 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 scent is uh, the nothing will send me into nostalgia or comfort more than like a specific scent, especially if I haven't smelt it in a while and I could associate it with somebody that I, I truly love. Uh, and the, I crave for your scent sending shivers down my spine is such like a visual line too. like, mm-hmm. it's, it's very visual and the way he delivers it is just the, yeah, the way he sings this song, like, he emphasizes like every word and it's just, it's very, very pretty and sexy. And he takes his time with the song too, mm-hmm. which I guess there's also like, I mean, as someone who's attracted to men, you will have to tell me on that. There's a certain sub uh, textual or subconscious thing where him taking his time with the song may subconsciously translate that he would take his time with you. I never thought about it that way, but that could be, yes, it's very possible. It might have been like a, a subconscious thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it doesn't do anything for me, but <laughs> I just realized that I'm like, that came off very no homo, but uh, <laughs> I cannot appreciate it on that level is what I'm saying. Um, you can observe it. I can you observe just, it. Yeah. You just can't feel it yourself. Yeah. I mean, I've never really been turned on by music so even him yeah i mean okay yeah no that's not not in the same way where it's like the person singing it turns me on but it has turned me yeah because yeah i mean i love you prelude to tragedy and poison girl was like yeah that was doing it so um (laughs) (laughs) so i can't really say anything and this next song is probably on that list as well but uh yeah, I was gonna say I don't because I don't believe that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but the next song, which uh, ended up being the small bane of my existence while looking for the lyrics for this album, <laughs> uh, which is Razorblade Kiss, uh, not Razorblade Romance, which is the name of the album. Uh, but uh, fuck, I love this song. 
this was also all over people's usernames and all over their MySpace. And this this song was really like, I consider this like when I think about him, I think Razor Billy Kiss. Yeah, really. Like I think that this was like their biggest song, at least in like my friendship circle, because that this is the song that everyone was obsessed with. I actually, the, him had like the best merch, and I bought like basically every single him shirt that Hot Topic had, and I had. <laughs> I was very emo, so laugh at this. I bought this shirt. It was like this razor blade that had like a hardogram on it, and it was dripping blood that like dripped into a hardogram. I remember that shirt. I didn't have it, but I remember that shirt. Yeah. I had to have it. I had two him shirts. I had one that was black on black, and it said him, and then I had just a simple hardogram. I don't know where those shirts are. Uh, I, I, Their merch was just so well-designed that I just kept buying it and buying it. I wish I still had them, because I would still wear the shit out of them, because they were all beautiful shirts. Another very visual line. Yeah. They do that a lot. They have a lot of very visual lines, like lyrics. I mean, it. Ha- yeah, I mean, that makes the best love songs, so it makes sense. Looking at you, Sleep Token. <laughs> have you heard their new singles? Yes. <laughs> so good. I've actually been listening to them a lot lately. I assume you like granite. I like the. I can't remember. I think it might be the summoning that I like. Oh yeah, that song's banger. It's the really heavy one that yep. I like the most. That summoning. Okay, that's what I thought. The solo is good, but I also, I really think it reminds me of, like, cheesy 80s. Yeah. Like, hair metal solos. Yeah. I like it. Like, I'm not I'm not hating on it, but it still kind of does sound a little cheesy to me. It works for this song. Yes. I mean, this is kind of a very cheesy song. <laughs> I mean, I think it's sexy. But... I mean, it is sexy, <laughs> but, like, that doesn't mean it still can't be cheesy. That's fair. I love cheese. Cheesy things. And I think I think I say it's cheesy because I have the uh, the um 
I have the tie to the emo culture that was surrounding this song. That's fair. They were crossover because they were like goth, metal, and emo. Yeah. So, like, because I was, like, predominantly in, like, the emo subculture and, it, like, you know, self-harm was very much glorified. Mm-hmm. That's not that, like, you know, that it was done in, like, not like not that that stuff is cheesy, but the way that it was, it was, like, a very tongue-in-cheek thing in, like, my, at least my friendship circles. Like, hee, hee, hee. As, you know, teenagers do, like as an adult, not so much, but since I have that tie and I remember how I felt back then, I'm just like, oh, yeah, cheesy. Fair. I mean, I don't to me, it it goes back to the whole um, like alternative dark love sort of thing. Like your love is a razor blade kiss. Like, yes. Because it's like, you know, they, they, they always make the comparison of, like, electricity. You feel something whenever you kiss that person. And, like, this is a very gothy, dark way of saying the exact same thing. So I always love that. And just, like, the chorus is a banger. It's, it's such a good song. Yeah, I love how hype the chorus is. Mm-hmm. Like, I like how, I like how, like, the, the verses are, like, a little bit softer. And then he's just, like, just goes, like, all in for the chorus. So the next song is Resurrection, which is uh, also kind of a banger. Um, this was actually my ex's favorite hymn song, which I always thought was weird. Um, not that it's not a good song, but you don't really think of it whenever you think hymn. I forget uh, I forget about this song until I listen to it, and then I'm just like, oh, no, I really like this song, too. It, it is. I mean, I, honestly, I kind of do the same thing where it, I, the, the whole Alzheimer's thing where it's just like, oh, yeah. That's a very early, late 90s, early 2000s thing. The whole, like, sounds like you're talking into microphone when you sing. Mm-hmm. I also, I think it's, I always thought that it was very clever that he was, he always, uh, or, the the line is we've been slaves to this love from the moment we touch and keep begging for more of this resurrection but the way he sings it he clearly says erection (laughs) (laughs) i I feel like that's what it's about yeah yes And listening to this album has really taken me back. Mm-hmm. I was also very young listening to this song now that I'm thinking about it. 
I was age appropriate. <laughs> I was not. I was like 13 or 14. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> it's five years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like 19. Also loved how he does. Love how he does that. The heavy breathing. The, the ow. Ow. <laughs> the heavy breathing into the the whatever it was that he did. It's hot. <laughs> I do love that line so very much. We've been slaves to this love from the moment we touched. And just keep begging more of this resurrection. It's very, it's very good. It yeah. It it's just it's such good. It's I don't know how they can consistently keep writing good love songs, and they don't get old. Like they're 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 all different. Like every single one of these has been a love song for the most part, with the exception of Wicked Game. Like they wrote them themselves, and every single one of them is just like this different aspect of love, but yet the same thing, which is just very impressive. And I mean, like I, I listen to this, I listen to him a lot. I, I, like you said earlier, just like I go a long time without listening to them, and then I listen to them, and then that's all I listen to for like a week or two. And yeah, like. I'm still impressed by them. I really wish they wouldn't broke up. <laughs> well, they just, uh, they have a new name. Well, they're in the interviews for Villy's solo stuff. If you, if, if you aren't keeping up, Villy came out with a solo album recently called VV, uh, under the name VV. Uh, that, that's the neon noir that we were talking about. Um, and uh, he apparently was asked if him would ever get back together. And he's like, maybe. So. <laughs> I mean, he's playing festivals. Like, he's on, like, festival lineups in America this summer. I've seen it a few times. And I was just like, ooh, that's exciting. I can't remember which one it was off the top of my head that I was just like, hmm, maybe a Sonic Temple. I'm not sure. That sounds right. I mean, he's coming to Pittsburgh in April. Mm -hmm. Which we still need to get tickets for because <laughs> yeah, april is very fast approaching yeah also like this past week is like avatar announced that they're coming to pittsburgh and <laughs> coheed announced that they're coming to pittsburgh with fucking deaf haven or death uh, heaven which i really hope they don't play any of their new stuff but <laughs> have you ever heard deaf ha uh, heaven no deaf heaven invented uh black gaze which is black metal and shoegaze super duper unique and very, very interesting. Their most recent album was just shoegaze. Mm. I'm just like, why, why would you take the thing that is really, really unique about you and get rid of it? Oh, like I see stars. <laughs> yes. Yes. They pulled an icy stars. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you might, I, I think you might like them. The, the, uh, the album sunbather, I think you would like. Um, it's very not what you expect because the cover is just like pink with like sunbather <laughs> written on it, like really big. Uh, I actually saw like a meme, which made me literally laugh out loud, which was like the opacity turned down. It was the sunbather album. And then it was Ryan Gosling from the Barbie movie with him, like standing there shirtless, which when that image came out, I'm like, Hey, we have a new sexuality. It's Ryan Gosling in the Barbie movie. Um, <laughs> 
but it was just him and I, I like it just him behind that and I just I literally laughed out loud whenever I saw that <laughs> but yeah uh, the, the, but the, there's a lot of shows I, I sidetracked myself drink um, <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of shows coming so yes uh, I'm ex- I'm excited for them but also like they're all very far away like there's there's like nothing this month or next month mm-hmm well, there, there might. I think, I think I am missing something that's happening in March, but I'm not sure. I'd have to, I'd have to like go and look again. But um, this might be a plug, and hopefully, it doesn't really matter. But there's a new metalcore night every the first <laughs> month of every Friday, or the first Friday of every month that is going to tide me over for as long as it lasts because it is awesome. We went on my birthday. It's true, we did. It made me feel old also, but <laughs> why did it make you feel old? Because it was a lot of 2010s uh, uh, metalcore. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I stopped listening around this time. I'm again, not to sound old, but I'm like 2000s metalcore. So it's like Shadows Fall, Killswitch Engage, Lamb of God. Like that was like my era. Not not as much. I had like some bands that are like asking Alexandria and. Uh, of mice and men, like some of those bands from the the two thousand the twenty tens, like I, I I took in, but like generally speaking, I didn't. There was a lot of escape the fate that was played, and I was a little weird out. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised by that. There's a lot of especially since they played more escape the fate than motionless and white. I was like, I. Yeah, they I played like... escape the fate back to back, and I'm like, can we get some variety here, please? It was still it was still a really really fun night. Oh yeah, no, it I'm was actually, yeah. Actually going again this Friday. Very hype. We might be joining you. Yes. So it it, it will depend uh it's it's that time of the month for Juliana, so I won't have a stomach ache cuz uh I didn't get to really enjoy cuz we went for uh for Chelsea's birthday and I was like I'm not missing this for her. And uh I had a stomach ache and Juliana was also on her period again. So it was a f- fucking weird night um my my stomach ache was so bad that i was drinking water and my stomach was like i don't like this <laughs> oh no you could have got ginger ale i didn't i, I didn't think about it I, I also was uh, uh monetarily that was the first paycheck that i on your birthday was the first paycheck i got where i got paid 20 dollars an hour because i was on training pay before that mm. so i had shit to catch up on <laughs> that's valid so uh yeah, things have been getting a lot better now. Uh, I get paid again this Friday, um, but yeah, it's uh, but yeah, because Juliana said that um, she wants to go because it wasn't really her scene as much either. But she was not feeling so well that she wants to give it another try. So if we don't go this uh, Friday, this month we'll definitely be going in March. So sweet, yeah, yeah, I will be. I will be there at every one that I can be on, <laughs> be at because I I've been like hoping that someone would do a night like that for a long time because i i like said this to like my my uh our friends Corey and courtney afterward i was just like i don't even know why i pretend to like other music because like i i had like been to a rave on new year's which was fun i had a lot of fun there's no no hate but like I like I like going out and listening to electronic music and I like going to goth nights and I love I like going out and just listening to music in general. But like metalcore is my shit and I was just having such a good time just they just kept playing banger after banger after banger which 
kind of sucked because <laughs> I was really tired <laughs> and very out of shape and was just like, <gasps> yeah, I ran into the problem, which is the, I think subconsciously was one of the reasons why I stopped washing as much is that whenever I go into the mosh pit, if you have not seen a, a picture of me, I'm a larger guy. And everyone's like, get the gut, big guy. <laughs> so like I went in cause like I was waiting for like a song that I like really liked. And then I settled for a day to remember because I'm like, this is probably like, I looked at the time. I'm like, if I want to mosh, this is the song I'm going to have to, cause you, I tangentially know this, uh, um, uh, a, a day to remember. Cause I, I, I know, um, was it those who have heart? I, that was the album that I really, really liked. Uh, after that, like homesick and all that stuff, like there I, wasn't, it was, it was off of homesick. I don't remember the song, but it was off of homesick. Um, and I went in there and then like everyone just fucking honed in on me. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Right. I forgot that this happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, I, we were outside, uh, smoking and I had requested Abigail by motionless and white and I heard it from outside and I like I don't think I've ever ran so fast upstairs in my entire life she moved very quickly everybody, <laughs> yes I I was just like wow I've never seen Chelsea move like that. <laughs> <laughs> no it was a good time I would uh enjoy it more um uh when I don't have a stomach ache uh I what was it? I had a Zoom deposition the uh, that day, and like I usually have my Zoom depositions in here. And typically, Zoom deposition also means I mute my mic and I mute my. No one knows that I'm there after the beginning. Like most people forget that I'm there. I had to move my computer from in here into my room to lay down because the Zoom uh, the deposition was taking so long, and I was just like, "Fucking stop! I don't care." <laughs> and then, like, and I I was planning on continuing to. I only worked five uh, hours that day because I was planning on um, doing more work afterwards and I called my boss and I was just like, yeah, after I like merge this stuff, I'm I'm going to bed because I also wanted to go to bed to make sure that we made it to the metalcore night as well. So um, uh, and my, my boss is like, oh, yeah, go lay down. Thank you for pushing through regardless. But I was just like, yeah, no, can't do. No. <laughs> yes, also, thank you for pushing through for my birthday. Of course. Yeah. The, the, the visual was probably very interesting. It's me in my pajama pants, but I'm wearing a button down shirt and tie and laying on my bed, just going like fucking stop. <laughs> Please end this deposition. And of course it was like a four hour deposition. Uh, oh no. Yeah. But yeah, regardless, uh, we're trying to make it on Friday, so I will let you know. Yes. Uh, so next is actually one of my favorite songs. This was the one that I was talking about earlier, which is uh, Death is in Love with Us. Uh, this song is, this is a banger. I always forget about this song. I don't forget about this. I don't forget about the song itself. I just always forget what the song is called. Oh, yeah.
I love his his excited O's. Yeah. Oh, I have so much to say about these lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like, it's one of those things with like, this is a really good example of like, this is the type of fucking like romance I love. Like, this is the type that I want. Like, I, I mean, granted, I, 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 my wife is this, but like, I want a woman who I can sing this to and she fucking gets it. Like, that's what I want. The, she's not weirded out by the whole concept of like, uh, putting the, 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 the juxtaposition of death and love together. I can see that. You really are. You really always have been looking for a goth girl. Oh, yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. Like, my two best relationships were with goth women. So. (laughs) And then you married. married I married one of them, yes. (laughs) The first relationship ended because uh, uh, I essentially wanted to whore around. Um, I didn't cheat, mind you. But I didn't realize that I, I, I hadn't been with enough women and I wanted to be with more women. And, uh, yeah, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted at the time. I realize this makes me sound like an asshole, but, uh. (laughs) No, you did the right thing. You broke it off instead of cheating. Yeah. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do when you want to whore around. (laughs) (laughs) But then I was a dumbass and then got into another, uh, relationship, like, right after that. Then I whored around. But, uh. (laughs) I got there eventually. It was dumb. I shouldn't have done that. But uh, in retrospect, but yeah, um, as I was saying, the lyrics. So I might end up reading all the fucking lyrics. So um, this first verse, I love so fucking much. The I know it hurts too much. I know that you're scared. I know you're running out of trust and wishing you were dead. But in your misery, you're not alone. So come share your tears with me and witness it all go wrong. I love that so fucking much. Because it's also one of those things where it kind of, to me, to me, relation the best relationships that I've had were relationships that started out platonic and then ended, and started went into um, romantic. So, like, to me, that is just, like, whenever you're finally getting to that point where like you're openly sharing your your openly sharing your lyrics openly sharing (laughs) your feelings with that person and you cross that threshold and that feeling is exhilarating and that verse sums that up so goddamn well and then like you know the chord like i know uh i know it and i can feel it uh just as well as you do honey it's not our fault that death death is capitalized because it's death as a personification as the reaper is in love with us oh oh <laughs> whenever you read the oh oh's it always sounds weird it doesn't matter what song it is <laughs> um it's not uh it's not uh our fault the reaper holds our hearts 
And then, okay, this line, I have no fucking clue what the hell Villy is saying in this line, but I love it. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, I, was, I was reading that and I was like, I still don't know what he means by this. Yeah, 41 plus 6 to 6, uh, 41 plus 6, uh, 6.6 6 equals our loss. I have no fucking idea. If it was 42, I would have some sort of idea because in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the meaning of life is 42. So there could be some sort of relief, like, you know, 41, 42 plus 6.6. Like that, that makes, that kind of makes sense for me with whenever, with him lyrics, but I have no fucking idea what 41 uh, means, but doesn't matter. Fucking love it. Um, uh, We're breathing only to fade away. We're running uh, just to get caught Uh, with love light. This next verse is also fantastic. What loves lies blessed. What loves light cursed just the like the the approximate rhyming scheme in there is so fucking like it's so close that it's hard for me to say um and then the next line which is just just like i i thank you which is uh just fear for the best and hope for the worst and i'm just like oh god i love that (laughs) (laughs) like because it's it's one of those things like you would hear it like a normie would hear that and just be like, oh, that's not positive. You know, no good vibes here. But it's just, <laughs> it's, 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 it's this indescribable thing, which I feel like you probably understand and we will, neither of us will be able to articulate it, but that is a fucking amazing sentiment. Yeah, I, I agree. I wouldn't, I couldn't even begin to articulate it, but I do get it. Yeah. And it's just like, we get it. You just fear for the best and hope for the worst. And you're just like, oh, the fucking normies. I just, I can just hear a normie's voice in my head just being like, what are you talking about? And, uh, and positive vibes only, man. Uh-huh. But then the rest is just kind of a repeat of, but yeah, it's just, it, I, I love this song so goddamn much. You have any thoughts? <laughs> no, actually, I, I, I agree with, everything that you said i i think i actually ended up i think i usually end up skipping this song and i don't know why i because i do like it what's the next one um heaven uh tonight oh no no i just like i guess i just don't remember this song as much as i did but i do like looking at the lyrics in depth like i really like it this is probably like one of their most positive love songs Mm -hmm. like from start to finish because even if the the lyrics are like dark, it's still very positive. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like with the uh, in all reality, other than like the deaths in love with us, which is kind of like a can be a sweet sentiment, like depending on where you're coming from. I don't know where he was coming from with this, but with just the the uh, just fear for the best and hope for the worst, like those are like the only like everything else. There's always like a contrarian thing in the lyrics with most of like the love songs and everything like that on this album. But like, that's like the only thing that's even remotely contrary. And just like that opening, the, like I said, the opening chorus of like, I know it hurts too much and everything like that's, that is as straightforward as him gets with their lyrics where it's just like, no, like I'm here. I will share in your misery. I will support you. I love you. Like that is just there. You put it into words. Yeah. There. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess that is. Yeah, I yeah, I know you're hurting. I I love you. I will share in this misery. You know, I will, 
Oh, it's an emotional labor love song. I will take on this emotional labor. I love you and I will be there for you. And I'm excited to take on this emotional labor. Mm -hmm. Like I I want to. Yeah. And yeah, that, that, but yeah, I, I do think it does sum up that, that, that crossover from going from platonic to romantic and it, it is, it's a thrilling fucking feeling. I, I, I've always loved it. And like I said, the best relationships I've had, that's where that, that happened. So yeah. It's a good song. It is a good song. I do, I do. I'm with you. I love the opening, the opening verse. The I know it hurts too much. I know that you're scared. I know you're running out of trust and wishing you were dead. Oh, because he also says oh at the end. Of oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't do the O's as high as Billy does. It's, it's also like, I, I don't know if your voice is actually masculine enough because it's like the way that he does the O's is like, I don't know, like, I know I was a bass in chorus, but I don't know what the other ones are. But uh, I think it's it's on that end of the spectrum of, like, voices. So, Yes, he has got a very good voice. Very <laughs> if you good. haven't noticed very from good. this episode. Very, very good voice. Good job, Billy. 10 out of 10. Do you recommend? <laughs> All right, so now we go into another uh, sweet song. I think this might be another one of those songs that it's also, like, pretty straightforward, too. Where it's there's not like a contrarian thing to it. Oh, that would be why. Okay. My phone didn't register. I hit play. This is like loving someone at their worst. Yeah. If you want to hear some real fucking nerdy, me and my first girlfriend had rings where I think mine said, you're my haven in life and her, no, I I took the death one. Her said, you're my haven in life and mine said, you're my haven in death. That is so fucking cute. <laughs> Unfortunately, they were made out of pewter, so there were pieces of shit. Uh, like it broke, like the, the eventually like it warped. And, like, it could barely fit on my hand. And, like, we also found out that she's allergic to pewter. Oh, she's no. allergic to nickel. So, yeah. It didn't end up, but it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was cute. My, one of my best friends in middle school and high school, we had, um, we had friendship necklaces. And I, I cannot remember, like, what they said. Um, but they were, they were, they had like, like one half of a hymn lyric and the other half and like each of them had like heartograms on them. And I wore that for a long time. She had that one too. Well, she didn't have that one, but she had the heartogram where it was broken in two. Yeah. Yeah. This was just like, it was like a heart that was broken in two. And then there was like, I, I think the song is on this album. 
I can just, I can never remember what those necklaces said. And I should, because I wore it every single day for years. I think until I lost it or someone stole it. This is also another one of their very simple songs. Mm-hmm. It also has that very stereotypical hymn guitar riff in it. There's that guitar riff that's like, oh, that's a hymn song, I know that. <laughs> Which is a little, you hear that on Neo Noir quite a bit. But again, Villy is limited as a musician other than singing, so. He didn't hire anyone for that album, so. But uh, the, the I do want to, the, the trying to, uh, Trying to find the heart you hide, trying to find the heart you hide in vain, oh in vain. Uh in your mind like I, I I do like that line like a lot. Yeah, I, I like that too. I can actually kind of relate to that, especially since like, you know, I don't like to talk about feelings. <laughs> but I have many of them. <laughs> I I know I've said this on the podcast before, but despite all of my cynicism, I am actually a hopeless romantic at heart, <laughs> which is why I love him so much, because <laughs> this is the kind of romantic that I am. Yeah, I mean, same, but it, yeah, it's just, it. how could you not? <laughs> like, though there was one, like, anytime you say you hate feelings, I'm just like, you like him, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't express them very well, I guess. I... You, you, you I mean, we've talked about this. Like you, you, you just end up expressing your feelings through music. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Anytime that I post a song on something, unless I actually say like this, this is nothing to do with how I feel at the moment. I just am liking this song. Generally, that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> Generally, I like. I like. I used to like try to pretend like. Oh, I'm just posting shit. Like, no, that's, that's, if I'm posting a song, that's the, how I'm feeling. Especially if I post, like, a snippet of lyrics along with the song. Because those are the ones I'm really vibing with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now we are actually on the last song uh, of the album, which I have no fucking idea how to pronounce this. I've never been able to figure out how to pronounce this. I think it's... Uh, I used to know how to sing, sing, no, because I'm putting an N in. Sing, oh, God, okay. Sigalum de Bali? Yeah. Diabali? Yeah, Diabali. It's definitely Diabali. Yeah. Um, Sigilum. Sig, Sigilum Diabali. I'm sure this is riveting podcasting. <laughs> like, listening is like, how do we pronounce this? It's Latin, right? I, it looks like it's Latin. I'm pretty it, sure it's Yeah, it Latin. definitely looks like it's Latin. I would put it into Google Translate, but Google Translate's Latin is apparently garbage. So, <laughs> which is interesting because it's like it's a dead language, but like it's not dead because we still use it like a little bit. So, yeah, I'm just I'm curious. I'm going to I'm okay. gonna, I'm not going to do the Google Translate, but um, I want to know what it means for. Um, well, Diabali, I would imagine, has something to do with either the devil or evil. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I know, but I can make an assumption because I live in the Western world. <laughs> Is it just the hymn song coming up so far? Oh, wait, hold on. Where, 
where did it go? Um, just a few possible translations, the devil sign, the figure of the devil, devil's icon, the devil's image, devil's signal, devil's print, devil's statue. Hmm. So. Which is interesting given the lyrics of this song. So <laughs> Yes. All right. So, uh, here we go. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it for that. This is probably the heaviest song on the album. I was just thinking that. Yeah. I always thought it was I'm your Christ and die on you. Hmm. No, I, I thought it was I want I'm your Christ and I want you. Well, you're more apt at it than I am. Because I always thought it was like the, the, the statues you see of like Jesus like you know, dying on somebody. Like that was always the imagery that I had. As far as hymn lyrics go, very positive. This world is meant for us, and you know it as well as I do. Until you get to the, and I cut myself for your love. I'm killing oh, yeah. myself, but you want more. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I was not focused on the lyrics that they were actually going on at the time. <laughs> I was just, I, I, I just happened to be reading them when you were saying that. But once again, you wouldn't, like the song is so like upbeat and positive that you wouldn't think that it said something that quite that depressing. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder why it's panning like that. I've never noticed a panning like that before. What, the, the guitar? Yeah. I noticed it's pan... I know it pans, but it, it was almost going away, so... Pretty sure the song was on many a skate video. Uh, on a what video? Many a skate video. Oh. I was just thinking to myself, like, I'm surprised they never released this as a single, because this would have made a cool music video. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did release a lot of singles off of this. Uh, Join Me in Death, 
Right here in my arms. Wicked game. Gone with the sin. Razor blade kiss. Razor blade kiss, yeah. So like half the album yeah. single. <laughs> I mean, granted, that's like st par for the course at this point, where it's just like half the album is released before the album comes out. And that is... Re oh, wait, no, there's one. Oh, sorry, there's one more song. I was wrong, everybody! I lied. Okay, yeah, so this is this is the this is the uh the lyrics that um were on my friendship bracelet, which I did found find on Google. Okay. It was um Hearts are made to be broken by love. Ah yes. It was on the uh was on the, the necklaces and I love that line. Is it so hard to believe our hearts are made to be broken by love? That in constant dying lies the beauty of it all. My darling, won't you feel love, sweet heaven in our endless cry? So pretty. You were vibing there. I, I could like hear it in your voice. <laughs> I just think I think it's so pretty. Yeah, this is one last time, everyone, because I fucking forgot that this is the last song on the album for some reason. Shame. Yeah, shame. This is a banger. <laughs> the effect on his voice works very well for this song. Mm -hmm. Their their music was definitely made around his voice. Mm -hmm. Like he was definitely like the star. Which is understandable because it works. I mean, their first three albums, he was the only one on the uh, the cover. Because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't tell you what any of the other band name band members are. One was Gas Lipstick. <laughs> I remember that. But he ended up leaving around uh, Tears on Tape. I like the the juxtaposition of like the verses being like really sweet and loving and then the chorus being like begging someone to try. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, I mean these lyrics by themselves are a bit cringy. Didn't really Cuz like this this song for me it just like it just kind of fades into the background a little bit whenever I listen to it. So I, w I haven't really, like, gone deep into the lyrics, but yeah, the, the lyrics, Billy makes them not cringy, which I think is a reoccurring theme of this album. Um, but yeah, like, reading them all by them onesie, it's it's a bit cringe. I used to skip this song until I got those, um, uh, the, that friendship necklace, and I was just like, what song is this from? Because I love that line. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh, it's this one, and I'm like, oh, okay, I love this song. Why have I skipped it? Story of my life. <laughs> oh, 
Also, I found how I found that those that necklace is someone is selling it on eBay for $105. Are you fucking high? <laughs> okay, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, my my ex had the um it was like just the heartogram that was broke. It wasn't the actual heart, but yeah. $105? Come on, man. I'll give you 50 because it's a rare thing, but $105? Come on. Yeah, I would, I would totally, I would totally buy it for like the nostalgia purposes, but not for one hundred and five dollars. There's like a lot of like old hymn pendants being sold on eBay for a lot of money. I do want those necklaces again. I wish I knew what happened to mine. I'm pretty sure that it got stolen, or I, or I just lost it. But yeah, I wore that. I wore that necklace every day. Bet you can't guess which side mine was. I'd have to see it again, but I, I probably, if I could see it, yes. <laughs> Broken by love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So the way the necklace is set up is one side says hearts are made to and the other side is be broken by love and mine was the be broken by love side. I mean that is also a very like gothic literature sentiment as well mm-hmm. that like hearts are made to be broken by love. That's why I love it so much like the I especially love it in in like the whole lyric in this song is um is it so hard to believe our hearts are made to be broken by love? That in constant dying, I already went through it. Yeah. But. <laughs> I mean, the dying lies of the beauty of it all, which now that I'm thinking about it, that makes sense that like Lenore is your favorite Poe poem. <laughs> because that is very much the vibe of Lenore. Also, um, Annabelle Lee. Yeah. That is another one of my favorite Poe poems. I'm not predictable at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Annabelle Lee and Lenore are very, very, very good examples of gothic literature. I mean, so is The Raven, too, but not in the romantic sense. That's just more of, like, the atmospheric sense. It's it's more the... the but, yeah, no. <laughs> Reading that, I'm just like... that Immediately, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why she likes Lenore so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't... I didn't, like... Um, I didn't put that together but yeah that's a very that's a very poesque this is a very poesque song i mean he does have poe's eyes tattooed on the on his back i forgot about that yeah i forgot i i definitely forgot about that i'm not surprised that poe is a big influence i mean even without like hearing like making that connection just now like gestures wildly at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's him and uh, I don't remember his first name but he essentially was the French Poe uh, po, uh, Baudelaire because um, that he also referenced him on um, Love the Hardest Way uh, where it's uh, Baudelaire and Braille uh, Love the Hardest Way which I love that line I mean I love that song in general like part of the I'm going to play it for you after we get off. <laughs> you've probably you've probably heard it and you didn't realize it, but no, that that song is fucking fantastic. But yeah, but yeah, that that is Razorblade Romance. 
It's so good. It really is. It's such a masterpiece of an album. Yeah, I mean, it's how how can you not? I mean, I'm sure there are people out there. I mean, that was like, I mean, among my friend group, like no one really like whenever I was like into him, like my 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 first wave him phase, um, no one really was like, like yeah, it's good. I'm just like, but it, the lyrics and love. <laughs> Since I was like, you know, friends with a bunch of teenage girls, we all loved it collectively the same. And it was it was more surprising to find a guy that liked it, which, like, I think was kind of what attracted me so much to like my first boyfriend. I'm like, oh, if he likes this stuff, that means he's like super romantic. Your face tells me otherwise. <laughs> I mean, it was like a two week long relationship, uh, okay. so I like okay. I like don't even literally remember how it was. <laughs> That's right. You just you you, peer, you pursed your lips a little bit, just like giving me that knowing look of just like mm, I was like, Ugh. I mean, it kind of was rare. I mean, there's that that thing that that like if this weird fucking thing that if women like something, then there's a big group of men that just think it's stupid and hate it. It's like this reoccurring thing. Like that. I mean, that's the reason why like uh, My Chemical Romance had got a lot of hate. Um, is just because black veil brides, black veil brides, because girls like it. So if girls like it, it can't be good. And if they're pretty, if girls like it and the band is pretty. Uh, yeah, I wasn't then. sure if you were talking about the girls or the guys, because like that oh, still works. The in guys, both. yeah. <laughs> the guys. <laughs> I have had someone say that to me, like you only like black veil brides because they're pretty. Like, well, I mean that's a bonus. That's not why I like them. <laughs> but yeah. But, but yeah, I such a this was like listening back to it. This was such a staple of my like teenage years, like throughout all of them, because I was, you know, fairly young when I found him and I listened to them all throughout high school and into my early 20s. And I still like I go quite a long time without listening to them now, but I still love them just as much. Yeah, no, uh, the, I, I, I will get into the kicks and I will listen to them. Uh, granted, like, I don't listen to, like, their whole discography. Like I said, it's usually Razorblade or Screamworks. I do like Tears on Tape quite a bit, too. Love Metal never did not click with me as much as the other ones. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Love Metal. Um, I did like Deep Shadows and Brilliant, Brilliant Highlights. Um, Venus Doom had to grow on me, Um but I love Kiss of Dawn off of Venus Doom and then um, Kiss of Dawn and Venus Doom and Cyanide Sun. Passion's Killing Floor is also yeah. good on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, I was trying to like run through the track list. I'm not as familiar with that, even though I was just listening to it. But I, I love, I think the Kiss of Dawn is my favorite off of that. And Cyanide Sun was where I got my, my scene name, Chelsea Cyanide. I mean, there's a lot of places you could have got the cyanide from in that I know. Scene, but, uh, <laughs> that's, that's specifically where I got it from. That's fair. No, it's it it's it is a masterpiece. It is it's such a good album. I'm very glad that we did this as a book because like if one of us picked it, it would have just been like eh. it would have been this anyway. Yeah, it would have been this anyway. It would have. I feel like in retrospect, it would have been like whoever picked it, it would have been like oh, I rather would have showed the other one like something else as opposed to something that like we can both gush over. That's what the bonus episodes are for. We have another bonus episode lined up for another album we're probably we'll both gush over to, so 
But yeah, it and I, I love this album so goddamn much. Me too. It's so good. And like the cover is iconic. Like mm-hmm. him, like Billy, just with extremely low rise pants, with like a pink, a hot pink background. With a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. Wearing like a furry, is it a still like a furry coat kind of thing? Yeah. You can see his, his, uh, his, um, I don't know the placement, but the above his dick, uh, um, tattoo. Pelvis. Pelvis. Pelvic. Pelvic tattoo. I guess it would be, yeah. Yeah. I actually, I, I, when I was younger, I did kind of think about getting a heartogram in that same area. Not even gonna, not, I'm not even gonna try to front. I thought about it and I still am going to get a heartogram tattoo. It just will not be there. (laughs) Do you know where it's going to be? Um, probably on my music sleeve. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I was thinking about getting it like on like on the top of my wrist because I think it would fit there. Mm-hmm. That's right. The uh, the second whenever I mention the 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 tattoo and you're like when I was younger, I'm like Chelsea thought about getting that tattoo. Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're going to play our drinking game, you need to have like an alcoholic beverage and then some water too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Granted, this episode you went along, like the beginning probably killed some people, but like the middle wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't get too sidetracked until we started talking about Metalcore Night. That was like the biggest sidetrack and that was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did enable it. So I guess if you wanted to, you could. You, you can go back and drink if you want. <laughs> I, I allow it. But uh, I, I guess also it's a probably a good point since we have everyone's ear. If you're playing the drinking game, uh, the Chelsea talks about motionless and white, and Nick talks about the coheating camera. Those do not count on the coheating camera and motionless and white episode. You'll die. <laughs> yeah, it's only when they're mentioned outside of those. Yeah those episodes <laughs> yeah don't don't do that you you will you will not make it past the you will probably not make it to the us listening to the album on either one of the especially my coheed because like i'm giving the background of the amory Wars. <laughs> so don't don't do that don't do that drink responsibly yes <laughs> so chelsea do you have any other closing thoughts very good love very much <laughs> Good job, Billy. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I the, if nothing else, I was happy uh, about um, uh, hearing his voice again. Because, like, yeah, if you've listened to Neon Noir, which I was contemplating, like, maybe we should do a bonus episode of, like, listening to that as well. But um, if you listen to Neon Noir, it is very much, um, it's him. It's him. It, it's, it's, it's very much him. It, uh, it was Juliana that came up with... Uh, that uh how did how did she phrase it don't uh if you say him don't dead name billy vallow yes that's what it is yeah but yeah it's it's, it's very much and like like i said earlier billy apparently is like kicking around the idea that like they might get back together um which would be wonderful part of me wonders if like he didn't like try that hard to get back together and just was kind of surprised that people like still wanted to hear music from him Cause that's the only thing I can think of. Cause like he, like I said, he's on festival lineups as VV and is like being like really like his comeback is being very well received. And part of me wonders if he was just kind of like, Oh, well, if 
was going to be this well received. I would have just got the gang back together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, I don't know I, that for sure. It's just speculation. Because mm-hmm. every um, mag like any magazine, Jesus Christ, you know my age. Um, <laughs> every review that I've seen of uh, Neon Noir um, has gotten it, given it very high. Like even Metal Injection, I think Metal Injection and Metal Sucks both gave it like like upper end of it. It was like it, I I don't I can't remember how they do it, but like if they if they did like five stars, it was getting like four and a half stars or four stars or three and a half stars. So like it is well received. I was very disappointed in the album art for uh, for Neon Noir because I thought it was going to be like a neon neon like uh, heartogram. So I was like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. He went more with the noir. Yeah, he went yeah a little. He went with like femme fatale noir kind of thing. So. I spent a lot of time watching noir movies in college, so I'm familiar. But it's also not neon like at all. But there was a couple of the songs that I really, really liked off of that. I kept meaning to text you and be like, because I well, I wasn't sure if you were listening to it, but I wanted to talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> but then the the fucking like hellscape of that video just kept like zapping me every single time. That's why you haven't heard from me. <laughs> If you were worried, I'm mad at you. I'm not. I was just. I figured you were just busy. (laughs) I've also been like stupid busy lately. Like even during the week, like I've been so busy lately. It's just, it's insane. I almost, it was like midnight yesterday and I found this one person's TikTok. They had like a lot of funny TikToks and almost sent you like three of them. And then I was just like, oh, it's midnight. But then I posted that one to my story and you liked it. And I was like, oh, I can probably send Nick a bunch of all those TikToks now. No, I'll just wait till tomorrow. You, I am <laughs> very rarely asleep before like one o'clock. So if it's that late, you can text me. It's completely fine. I'm, I'm always happy to get a Chelsea text. <laughs> so <laughs> Good to know. But yeah, uh, we don't know when season two is coming out still, so we'll figure that out. Yeah, still a work in progress. Still trying to wait. No, we're not really a work in progress. We just don't know what we're doing yet. We don't know what we're doing. Do I need to give you a date so you can come up with your your albums? Would that be helpful? Um, it might be, but you don't have to worry about that like super soon. Okay. Like maybe like by like March. Give yeah. me a date. I'm still, I am still, I'm constantly thinking about things, especially now that I'm not hyper fixated on any one artist at the moment. Oh, you ended your motionless and white hyper fixation. I, I mean, I still listen to motionless and white like at least once a week. That, yeah, but that, that, that's completely different than what it was before. <laughs> that's why yeah, I said the hyper fixation. Yeah. I, or it still might be at least every other day, but I do listen to like more variety and it's usually just like specific motionless and motionless songs that are in my head but yeah i've been listening to a lot of like a lot of sleep token um a lot of the two like the two two to my two favorite coheed songs off of unheavenly creatures unfortunately not the rest of them because i just like keep (laughs) like toys the gutter toys the gutter toys the gutter and then sometimes i'll throw in queen of the dark but like it's toys in the gutter are my top two right now and especially the gutter. I love that one. I have also, what else have I been listening I've been listening to a lot of emo rap, like Corpse and Hollywood mm. Undead. Especially Corpse. I've been listening to a lot of Corpse lately. Which I wish I could do a cor- like Corpse on this podcast, but he doesn't have any albums. He just releases singles. Yeah, that's like the new thing now is that people don't release 
albums they just release singles yeah well i mean he's not on a record label as far as i know he just writes and produces his own music and posts it even the bands that are on record labels now are still doing that apparently i'm not a fan i i mean i know that like a capitalist thing that record labels prefer albums blah 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 but i like albums as like a piece of work I like listen. A lot of times, I also don't want to have to come up with a playlist. Like, especially like example when I'm editing, I just want to put on a fucking album so I can have that playing in the background. Um, that was one of the things that I've realized that like I have done this long enough that like I can listen to music and still edit with sound, and it doesn't bother me. <laughs> so I'll stop it every once in a while. Yeah, like right now, like l- right now, I made myself a sleep token playlist called all hell uh all hell sleep and uh, that i've been listening to that a lot so my algorithm is real fucking screwed right now uh, <laughs> skewed right now i listened to that and then yesterday i was listening to dark divine's halloween town like on repeat i really like circles that's a really good song i was actually listening to that before you came over but um speaking of which dark divine is coming to pittsburgh mm-hmm. my sister actually bought me a ticket for that already because i guess she likes the opening the not the opening the headliner I'd never heard of them before. And she like texted me and was like, you want to go to this? And I was like, I was actually planning on going anyway. She's like, you want me to buy you a ticket? Sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to still go too, but it's just now. Cause it's also like what, like I said earlier, Coheed. Cause I also want to see avatar. Yes. <laughs> I figured you would be happy about that. And then, uh, Macedon and Gojira are coming to town too, but the, I don't have to worry about that because they're coming in July, but the tickets aren't going on sale till June. Fucking weird. But yeah, but Coheed tickets are already out. So we're, uh, uh, avatar. So, and also VV, I want to see VV as well. So this, this podcast has motivated me to go see concerts again. So, Yes. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't be able to live without them. I'm actually kind of like, I haven't been to a concert in a long time. When was the last? Oh, the last concert I went to was uh, Bad Omens and Dayseeker. And there was many, many feels involved in that show. So many. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a good show. It was just very, it was very emotional for me. And I, I couldn't even be like in the crowd because I had just gotten surgery the week before. I uh, ended up buying like a VIP box upgrade so that I could sit down and like still enjoy the show because my s- sister loves bad omens to the point like m- at like emotionless and white level <laughs> for me. Uh, and she had bought those tickets like months ahead of my surgery. And like when I finally saw like the dates lining up, I was just like, no, I want to go with her because she goes to all my shit. Or not all my shit, but I've definitely like drank, drug her to concerts before and been like, let's go. So I really, and I really like, I like, I like Bad Omens and Dayseeker a lot. So I was just like, I'm not missing this. But then I was like by myself in a box listening to Dayseeker and Bad Omens. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking bourbon by myself in a box listening to Bad Omens and Dayseeker. You're really painting a picture there. <laughs> It was, it was it was rough. Understandable. <laughs> Needless to say, yeah. there's 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 shows coming to town. So yes, support uh, live music. Yep, it's fun. But yeah, uh, but yeah, we'll 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 figure it out. Like I said, we have like another bonus episode uh, that's coming out, and also Avatar has a new album coming out, so maybe we'll also do 
a bonus episode on that as well. Because I've been listening to the, I, I Actually, that was another thing I was listening to yesterday. I was playing all the release singles over and over again um, because I was editing. But it was in the background. So, I was listening. But yeah. Yeah, I really like their new single with Lizzie Hale. It was weird. I didn't expect it. I was, I was, yeah, I wasn't expecting them to do anything like with Lizzie Hale. I was just like, oh, okay, this is great. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like I said, we don't know when season two is coming out soon. I still have to record uh, the fucking geeky nerd, the one that people pay me for. Um, <laughs> um, I still have to do that. I'm almost done. I still have to put the, the I, I have like one person lined up that, but she has not texted me yet. And I'm like, I, I poked my friend who like connected us and I'm like, hey, she hasn't, she was supposed to text me on Friday. She still hasn't texted me and it's Tuesday. She's like, oh yeah, I'll say them. I haven't heard anything yet. But regardless, uh, again, I'm sidetracking us. But anyways, <laughs> there will be another season. Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> yes. We will come and grace your ears with more of our nonsense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to go for, but that, that is much better than what I was thinking. I say that with all the love in my heart. Yes. It was, it's, 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 it's wonderful nonsense. Yes, I love doing this. It's very fun. <laughs> all right. And on that note, we will talk to you again soon. Um, this is, I've been... <laughs> it's doing so good. I was, um, I was like, she's nailing it. She's now oh, there it goes. Yeah, <laughs> um, anyway... Um, I am your host, Chelsea Andrews. And I am your other host, Nick Kazina. And we are reminding you that there's no way, wrong way to enjoy music. <laughs> See you next you. time. Thank you for listening to Modern Mythos Network.